Buckaroo. Holiday. Buckaroo Holiday. Welcome to Buckaroo Holiday, a self-distancing comfort cast produced by and for shut-ins at Schoolyard Gents, a well-stocked bunker in Bayshore Province. I'm Mike Sport Murphy, and that's about as much shtick as I'll draw from the current situation. I hope you're safe and healthy and remain so. This time I'll aim for a companionable show to pass some of the time entertainingly, because a certain lightness of spirit is as important as soap and water. Now that social media is at new extremes of strident preachment, many frenzied attempts to use this to beat the same old political drum. Now do you see? Now do you see what I've been saying all along? See? And the worried and the weary are now barred from most of the usual avenues of distraction. So fear not, I'm here. As you might know, we have two kids and each of them suffers severe health issues. So this circumstance is in some ways especially critical for us, but in other ways it's not so unusual. The kind of caution and uncertainty everyone is experiencing is pretty familiar here. We, being so apparently vulnerable, take all this with perhaps equal measures of seriousness and bemusement. But one thing about it, as far as I'm concerned, is that these disruptions from the routine can provide an opportunity, a chance to refresh the senses and recalibrate the old Vato Rooney, if I may bandy about a, an esoteric philosophical term. So it's nothing new to me, withdrawing and self-generating activities and amusements. I've always had to do that. This world that everybody seems to be missing so much, I've always found brutal and unwelcoming. So don't take that as boo-hoo. It's more, eh? It's a little like the way I used to experience power blackouts years ago. Suddenly, there'd be no television, and you'd emerge from the house and talk with the neighbors for a change. Play board games with the family, maybe have a few drinks. You live in real time. That initial anxiety, which quickly gave way to a weird pleasure that always left me refreshed. So I'm going to start this show with another one of my own songs now. Is this a joke? <laughs> I simmer down. Why do you want that? It's from an album called Magic Beans, and it's about that very topic. Maybe you'll see some affinities with the situation we're in, or maybe you'll think it sucks. But it's existed now for 20 years and counting, and nothing you do will change that. However, there will be more music afterward, real music, played by professionals. So hang tight, and enjoy. This calm 
has come and snapped some of the tension I've been strung out on Severe and still I'm a crocodile
come down on that one you like it you hate it i don't know i dig it but i can see people not liking it it's one of those hippie chant numbers you know there's a whole slew of these type of things i think it probably started with uh hey jude we'll let na 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 crap that goes on for 90 minutes um but there were a lot of those kind of records you know the stones did sing this all together and a lot of these kind of circular chanting we're all one kind of things you know never hear the song together by a band called the illusion and that was a good example maybe i'll play that later see how things go but yeah there were a bunch that particular one i dig i'm real partial to rotary connection there wasn't anybody quite like rotary connection great band and uh minnie ripperton got her start with that band real special talent she was 
Believe it or not, it was called I Want You to Know. And I want you to know that the song before that was God Has Smiled on Me, which was a hymn by a composer named Isaiah Jones. It was performed there by George Adams and Don Pullen from an album from 1982 called Melodic Excursions. I think it's kind of beautiful. Before all that was a number called Black River Falls from some schmuck named Sport Murphy. I don't think I've ever played any Bowie, have I? Not sure. Well, let's fix it anyway. Here's one I really like. I guess you could say it's from the earliest part of his late period. Song of Gratitude and Regret. I know. 
That's the Fleetwoods with tragedy. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I just, I just think it's absolutely perfect. The bad intonation and everything. Um, it's the kind of thing that people might consider kind of lame white bread '50s pap. You know, those people would be uh, wrong. I think it's very soulful, and I think they they have a uh, a haunting sound. Prior to the Fleetwoods, we had Plown which is a duo from Birmingham, England. Source of so much great music. I don't know what's in the water in Birmingham. Or in fact, if it is water. Whatever they're doing, they're doing it right. Plone's music is fairly new to me. It's a genre that I enjoy. Think of bands like Broadcast, and then a lot of the acts that are on um, Ghost Box Records, like uh, Belberry Poly, Focus Group. It's electronic music, borrows from library music and hauntology and all these other little subsects of music. Their music to me is especially melodic and interestingly constructed. They don't just stick with a groove and a little, little kind of ditty and let it go. There's more compositional chops in their stuff, and I will play more of their stuff, and I hope you look into them if you like that. And, of course, we started with the, the legendary David Bowie. 
He was the first artist that was kind of all mine. I discovered him on my own without inheriting him from my older brothers or, or anyone else. I saw an article in a magazine called Circus talking about this forthcoming album, The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and The Spiders from Mars. Something about the description and the photo captured my imagination. As soon as it was possible to do so, I got a copy of the record. And I still remember the day I listened to it. I, I can still see the room in my mind where I sat and listened to that album and uh, became a fast fan. Now, there's an awful lot of his music that I don't like uh, over the years. Covered so much different territory that it's not surprising that that would be the case. But he kept coming back with things that held my interest. And I, got, I also have to credit him with bringing to my attention so many of his favorites that became my favorites. It's a long list. Velvet Underground, Scott Walker, Biff Rose, Iggy, Sid Barrett. And that song, Days, was from an album, Reality, from 2003. Hadn't listened to Bowie for a long time to that point until I got assigned that album to review for a magazine I don't remember. And it was a nice reacquaintance. And speaking of old acquaintance, as I do this, it's right on the brink of St. Patrick's Day, which is going to be a weird one this year for most people. No parade, etc. It's not going to be any different for me because I don't do anything on St. Patrick's Day. But some years ago, I believe it was on St. Patrick's or nearby, I was hanging out at my house with um, two of my pals, a guy named Pat Redding and a guy named Tom Simone. Tom was and remains one of my best friends. But anyway, Tom showed up with this album by a band called the Bothy Band. We were listening to a lot of Irish music at the time. And so that day we sat and listened to the Bothy Band, the three of us. And the album was terrific, really in that planksty kind of vein. Then this song comes on. And the three of us, who had been indulging liberally in Guinness, I'm sure, probably some whiskey as well, were knocked flat by this piece. And I think we played it seven times in a row. It got so intense every time we were just weeping and gasping. And I think we just willed, we, we decided to stop playing it lest we get sick of it. But we weren't anywhere close to that. Tom ended up having uh, someone play this at his wedding some many years later. It added a personally very moving touch to a beautiful day. I'm going to dedicate this to my buddy Tom Simone. It has nothing to do with the fact that he just promised me free bourbon.
Well, the Bothy Band's Maids of Mitchellstown suggested to me a couple of songs about that connection between spirits and the spirit that we felt that day. We listened to the Bothy Band in my house and Ron Konkama. Two very different expressions of that connection. The people in AA have some Latin term for it, uh, spiritus contra spiritum or something like that. And I get that, you know, it can, uh, it can drown your spirit, but it can also, in the right circumstances, bring you close to something ineffable. And uh, there was two contrasting versions of that experience. Nick Cave with Little Empty Boat and that genius Laura Nero. Sweet Blindness, which was a hit for the Fifth Dimension, who were great, but I vastly prefer Laura's version of any of her songs to the covers. And Nick Cave, you know, the thing with him is I was into him for a long time, really into him. Saw him a number of times, met him once, uh, seemed nice. But for some reason, there's a few artists like this. I lost my passion for his music. I feel the same way about most, most of Tom Waits' stuff, too. And he's somebody that I loved for decades and decades. Don't know what it is. Just kind of lost my connection to a lot of his stuff. I do like, still like that one. Laura Nero, on the other hand, I just love more and more as the years go by. Stopped in the end, the end. 
Once upon a time A girl with moonlight in her eyes Put her hand in mine And said she loved me so But that was once upon a time Very long ago Once upon a time We sat beneath a willow tree Counting all the stars And waiting for the dawn But that was once upon a time Now the tree is gone How the breeze ruffled through her hair How we always laughed As though tomorrow wasn't there We And didn't have a care Where did it go? Once upon a time The world was sweeter than we Everything was ours How happy we were then But somehow once upon a time Never comes again
Hello. Bobby Darren, kill me, why don't you? Once upon a time. Originally from a 1962 Broadway show called All American, starring Ray Bolger, the scarecrow from Wizard of Oz. The book was written by Mel Brooks. I know nothing about the show. I know that the original version of that song is kind of wistful and light. Bobby Darren's version, a lot of people covered it, but Bobby Darren, I don't know, man, he tapped into something unholy or holy. I don't know what, but it tears my heart out. Really, uh, you know, there's a video on YouTube I've posted on Facebook a number of times. That you should look it up. It's a live version of him doing it. He seems to be ill as he's doing it. And of course, we know he was in pretty poor health most of his life. I don't know. You, know, you won't see too many performances like that captured on film. You should check it out. Uh, the really important line for me in it is when he says, uh, once upon a time, the world was sweeter than we knew. That's the treasure in the song. You know, the, um, the heartbreak is one thing, but the reminder in that line, the world was sweeter than we knew, is something that I really... That line comes to my mind a lot because things can get pretty awful. And... Uh, it's good to be reminded of the sweetness in your life at any given time so that you can really savor it while you can. You also heard an interesting little piece by Murray Head, the guy who played Judas in the original Jesus Christ Superstar album. That was from 1972, Nigel Nigel. And the first thing was ZNR, which was an avant-garde duo from Marseille, France. Recorded two albums in the 70s that are really good. The first one's really kind of weird and out there. The second one's a little tighter, more... Um, well, that was what you just heard, that kind of stuff. I'll be playing more of them. Now, in previous shows, I've mentioned Corman Pat Boyle. And every time I mention him, it seems to uh, ignite some kind of a thing in him. I don't know, that just demands more, more and more from Buckaroo Holiday. Aimed specifically at his enjoyment. I don't like to indulge this sort of stuff, but um, I don't know. I, I, got a, I got a warm heart. I got a warm heart. And Pat Boyle has touched my warm heart with a request for children's music because his kids seem to have enjoyed uh, some of the previous stuff we played, like the Via Alegre song and uh, the Backyardigans. So I hope they like this children's music. I'll play a couple of them in this next little set. And I'll probably play a long set because I'm talking way too much, you know? We have one from Sesame Street, and Just Like Once Upon a Time by Bobby Darren tears my heart out. This one also tears my heart out. It's Richie Havens with Wonder Child. It's from a, it might not sound so great. It's from a uh, TV broadcast. It's the only recording that I know of of this song. And it is it expresses how I feel about my kids as well as anything could. And then I'm going to follow it with something I used to listen to in the car with the kids a lot when they were smaller. It's uh, Barbara Moore singing low. It's from a CD called Fuzzy Felt Folk on Trunk Records. You know, there's all these great record labels right now that specialize in things. I talked about Ghost Box Records before that does all this hauntology and synth music. Um... There's also uh, Numero Group, who reissue all these really obscure self-released albums and all kinds of interesting stuff. You know, of course, Bear Family do all these comprehensive 
repackages of, of entire careers of people. Um, there's Dust to Digital, who unearthed 78s and other ancient recordings and present them in these beautiful packages. Uh, Trunk is run by a guy named Johnny Trunk, who was kind enough to interview me when we did the, uh, the Industrials project, and he sent me a bunch of pretty cool things. He's a great guy. And everything on Trunk Records is worth a listen. Reissues of library music and um, just all kinds of oddball stuff. This one is children's music of a particular type from the roughly around the 70s. It's stuff that has like a sophisticated harmonic sense, kind of folky, jazzy, poppy. Anyway, you're going to hear those and then some more stuff. But here's Richie Havens who was a wonderful, wonderful man. And I send it out to the Boyle kids. Child, a wonder child, 
lots of beans and bacon No more frettin' since I'm gettin' Lots of bread and gravy all the time Peace and quiet, lots of peace and quiet Friends and money, lots of friends and money No more rambling through with scrambling Keep up with the Joneses all the time Got no reason to be swell And my clothes all fit me well And I wear a nice ring So I just can't keep from singing Bread and gravy Lots of bread and gravy Good night kisses And my man never misses No bad news now No more blues now Lots of bread and gravy all the time I'm as free as I can be And my honey's loving me So I just can't keep from singing Bread and gravy Lots of bread and gravy An ode to the enjoyment of life, the good life, sung beautifully by Ethel Waters, written beautifully by Hoagie Carmichael, bread and gravy. For that piece of 70s, I guess you could call it bubblegum pop, Yellow River by the band Christie. And then before that was Leroy Shields' uh, piano music. This was an album uh, recorded, it was on Boster Records, which is another one of these great labels. This is a Dutch label that puts out a lot of interesting stuff, including the Bohunks recordings of the music written by Leroy Shields for the Our Gang comedies and Laurel and Hardy shorts for Hal Roach. I'll play some at some point. On a recent show, I played some stuff written by Jerome Kern to accompany a silent movie. Leroy Shield, who wrote that Hal Roach music, also wrote a folio, a collection of piano pieces with pretty much numerical titles, and they were grouped under categories like dramatic or neutral. And the accompanist at a theater would just select whatever seemed appropriate and play that melody at the show. So this pianist named Guido Nielsen recorded an album for Basta performing these these pieces, which you see are the precursors to my beloved library music that I use on the show all the time. It's called Roy Shield's Musical Transitions for Radio, and on the Basta Records website you can actually download it digitally if you like this kind of thing. Although in my opinion you're kind of cheating yourself if you don't buy the CD itself because the packaging is gorgeous. As it is in a lot of these labels that I've mentioned. They really take pains. And there's a guy named Pete Schroeders who does a lot of the design for Basta. 
He's a friend of mine and he's brilliant. His design for this one is no exception. That was track number 70. <laughs> and it was in the dramatics vein. I think um, most of them are much shorter and just more specifically tied to some intended emotional effect. That one feels more like a complete composition and I think it's pretty lovely. Speaking of lovely, Barbara Moore with Singing Low, as I mentioned in the incredible Richie Havens recording of Wonder Child from Sesame Street. Maybe marred a little bit by that hyperactive electric guitar kind of fluttering around behind everything. Sort of just noodling. I don't, I don't, I don't understand it, but uh, Richie, solid as a rock. Say, um, it's been a while. Hmm. Try this. You're the flower of my heart, sweet Adam. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me, speaking words of wisdom. Need a lot. Sleep a lot, rushing like crazy. And in my hour of darkness, she is standing right in front of me. Speaking words of wisdom. Get the fuck out my house. If I was a sculptor, but then again, no, or a man. Who makes potions in a traveling show? On a cold and gray Chicago morning, a poor little baby child is born in the ghetto. And his mama It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> 
Alabaster de Plume, Monkey See, Monkey Do by former replacement Chris Mars, Mood Piece by Raymond Scott, and one of my mashups, Beautiful Music, here on Buckaroo Holiday. Much more
know how are things going for you. We've got the happiness habit, and we want you happy too. I'm an old cow hand from the Rio Grande, but my legs ain't bowed and my cheeks ain't tan. I'm a cowboy who never saw a cow, never roped a steer 'cause I don't know how. Sure ain't a fixin' to start in now. Oh, yippee-yi-yo, cow! Yippee-yi-yo, cow! I'm an old cow hand and I come down from the Rio Grande. Ride, 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 for I learned to stand. I'm a riding fool who is up to date. I know every trail in the Lone Star State, 'cause I ride the range in the Ford V8. Oh, yippee-yi-yo-ki-yay! I'm just an old cowhand. Oh yeah, but best to be. Too hot for Uncle Fud down from the Rio Grande. Oh, where the west is wild, all around the borderland. Where the buffalo roam around the zoo, and the Indians run up a rug or two, and the old I'm a pioneer who began from scratch. I don't bat an eye in a shooting match. They don't call me Elmer, they call me Satch.
Party people in the house indefinitely. Hey, you may have noticed from references in my spiel that uh, this show has been done kind of piecemeal over days instead of in one sitting. As we're all adjusting to life as it currently is, I get to it when I can. As I speak, I'm thinking I should change some of what I've done here because uh, as the days progress, it changes the context of things, but... Maybe it's more interesting to leave it as it is, kind of a personal document of this time. You know, it doesn't matter. It's, uh, if I do change it, I ain't going to say anything about it, so you'll never know, will you? I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's just some. Um, you kind of feel obliged to say something, and uh, I also feel like the best thing I can do is say nothing about it. There's so much palaver about all this. You know, I mentioned it earlier in the show. You know what I'm talking about, along with all the terrifying news. But all this stuff kind of gets to you. You know, everybody giving advice, scolding, the inspirational messages and contrarian commentaries and all kinds of humor, gentle humor, scathing humor, all these stances, the whole range. I guess whatever helps people is fine. What annoys me mostly is these, I don't know, these ad hoc celebrity fireside chats from people like... And Michael Stipe and Russell Brand. Who watches that crap? Who cares what they think about anything? But people do, I guess. And people uh, are amused by the weirdest stuff. There's this parody performer, Randy Rainbow. People are forever reposting this guy's stuff. I can't figure it out. He's like a Mark Russell for this age. And just as unfunny as he was, in my opinion, but... I don't know. Everybody loves that pity party clown guy, too, so what do I know? Yeah, there's this TV show called Naked and Afraid, and I've come to see it as a pretty fair analogy for life. They take and drop a pair of strangers, and one male and one female, in some inhospitable place, like a swamp or a forest, all over the globe. And they leave them there stark naked with maybe a machete and a lighter. And they have to fend for themselves for 21 days until they're rescued. So it's, you know, it's invariably a purgatory you know, of insects and starvation, and vomiting and dehydration, intolerable heat, intolerable cold, intolerable rain, all kinds of predators and injuries and infections and naturally human conflict. Some people thanks to some mysterious combination of fitness and training and sheer luck, they get by more or less okay. But for the most part, it's depressing. It's a slog of failed animal traps and bug-eating, desperate attempts to keep the fire going, slow depletion of every vital function until they either holler uncle or they struggle through to the end. They're skeletal and spent when the helicopter or the boat comes to rescue them. I'm sure everyone goes into it imagining themselves, you know, picturing themselves whooping triumphant over some slain apex predator, you know, which will provide them with nourishment for days and a protective hide and maybe even a tooth necklace. But, you know, before you know it, they're moaning, curled up in a ball, trying to muster up the strength to crawl around, searching for fallen mangoes that the monkeys haven't already gotten to, cursing each other out the whole time. You know, this is all very familiar to most of us. This is, this is life. 
So anyway, I hope we all make it to extraction with minimal misery. Meantime, I'm doing this show, among all the other rainy day activities around here. And I hope it's a pleasant distraction for you. So anyway, Perry Botkin Sr. gave us Ellie Mae's theme from the Beverly Hillbillies. And Bing Crosby gave us I'm an Old Cow Hand from the Rio Grande. So for now, how about something recent? A kind of Naz-like tune from the Chicago band Cheer Accident.
Peter Hamill and Vandergraaf Generator with House With No Door from H to He Who Am The Only One. It's a regular Not Fade Away, that title, ain't it? Can you hear the girls in the background? You know, everybody's housebound, just like everybody else. Uh, the girls are right on the other side of this door talking about, I don't know what. I don't want to get this thing done so I can post it. So, I'm not going to do too much yapping. Before Vandergraaf Generator, you heard Emma Lou Deemer, an American composer. I'm really fond of her stuff. She came to my attention with some arrangements she did for the DePower Chorus, which I don't think I've played yet, but I will at some point. And she's written a whole variety of stuff, a lot of chamber music, um, a lot of organ music, liturgical music, as well as more uh, abstract concert music. Sorely under-recognized, I think. So maybe play some more Emma Lou Deemer at some point so you can check out what she does. Some of her stuff is very accessible, almost in the John Rutter vein, and some of her stuff is more demanding and difficult. Not unlike Copeland, in that way. That one was called Psalm 92 for flute and organ. And first up was a band, as I said, from Chicago, Cheer Accident. Most of their stuff that I've heard is a lot scrunkier and structurally weirder than that. And they seem to be deliberately going for something more rockish on that. And I think they did a good job. By the way, they got their name from a greeting cards rack. They looked at two adjoining categories. One said cheer, the other one said accident. Voila. Now I think I'll play two demos. I always like demos. Sometimes they have an essence to them that uh, is never recaptured in a finished version. And here's two. One is a very familiar song, and one is a very unfamiliar song. So first we have Henry Mancini at the piano and Johnny Mercer at the microphone, and they're doing... Their demo for Moon River from Breakfast at Tiffany's. Then it's a guy named John Pantry who was a performer and an engineer, producer, active in the late 60s, pop psych type of stuff. And then later went on to specialize in Christian music. And here's an otherwise unreleased song, as far as I know, called Upside Down. The song occurred to me because the cheer accident song before that reminded me of the Naz reminded me of this because this reminds me of Todd Rundgren. Specifically, um, we gotta get you a woman at first, but then just the general Rundgrenish quality to the rest of it. Anyway, Johnny Mercer and Hank Mancini first. See the world 
There's such a lot of world to see We're after the same rainbows in Waiting round the bend By Huckleberry Friend
Almost completely forgotten now, but one of the biggest stars of the 1930s. Love the feel of that song. It's just got a great trundling, swinging 30s kind of feel. And then before that, a rare excursion into No Wave. That was DNA with Blonde Redhead. And then before that, we had those two demos I told you about. I'm about to finish this thing up. I've had some requests for, I'm not going to say who requested either, because enough is enough, but um, for, I had a request for some prog, but rather than the classic familiar stuff, like you just heard Van de Graaff Generator before, that's prog, you know. Hey, come on. I want to play something more recent. This is by a band from Australia called the Psychedelic Porn Crumpets. I like that one. It's a rare title that begins with an ellipse. Yes. So, dot, 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 and the addled abstraction of being. Naturally, being a prog song, it's a little bit long, and then we'll come back and I'll find something to end all this with. 
mighty trippy. Uh, I don't know what to say. We're in some very weird times, and I wish you and yours all the best. I wish us all a quick exit from this nightmare. Better things ahead. All that. You know, we all know. So who better to end it with this week than um, Bill Fay? always find him inspiring and comforting. Until next time, and there will be a next time, and things are going to be okay. I do, I do believe. Love to all. Bye-bye.
some music by Rihanna or someone Blaring forth from the porch, roaring out back But I can hear angels singing along Putting a shine on that song Sometimes I can almost remember what it feels like Doing bright and doing like that But now is their time and that's their song Their sacred time, their favorite song Good thing too, cause I've been bumming Wondering when that check is coming Rihanna's still blasting What can a sleepy bass your boy do? Relax and have a buckaroo As long as the girls are laughing As long as the girls are laughing